0: Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touched by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, and I'm here with your host today and the founder of Touched by Horse, Melissa Pierce. Welcome back, Melissa, to the show. Thank
1: you. Good to see you again. It's great to
0: see you again, too. I'm loving this series, by the way, just if I started with everything that we, all the people we've been able to meet, your graduates of your program. Uh, wow, such important work is happening in the world through the graduates of your program.
1: Thank it's incredible. You. Yeah. And each one is so different and so unique. They yep. take They take the method, they learn from me, but they apply it through their own background and their own. So it works out. Uh, Yeah, I love that. We knew it would make a fun podcast series.
0: Um, Yeah, and it has been for sure. I think one of the things that keeps coming up for me as an interviewer, but also for people listening is this word of gestalt, right? And so like this, we've said it a lot and people have explained it, but I'd like to hear from you, like, what is, what is gestalt?
1: Right, exactly. What the heck is Um, it? Yeah it's a german word and it doesn't translate fully to english so it loosely translates to wholeness meaning mm. w-h-o-l-e wholeness or fullness mm. and the concept came from only if we know all of ourselves our parts of ourselves our habits our damage our background our foreground with that awareness can we mm. really be emotionally healthy Hmm. So that's where the word translates to being really whole, a whole person.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So you have, I mean, I should guess I should say you have a book, a new book coming out called What the Heck is Gestalt?
1: Right. I think the most common question that I'm asked, but definitely the most common question my graduates and my practitioners are asked is what is Gestalt? Mm-hmm. So I decided oh, about a year and a half ago to write, I thought what was going to be a textbook for my hmm. students and instead realized that I had a better need and more of a demographic for the general public to become my practitioner's audience. Okay. Right? Smart, to yeah. Clients to really see what is it, how is it effective, what could they gain from it? So that's what I did with the book.
0: Yeah, that's so good. It comes out uh, in the fall, when does it come out? When is it scheduled to be? So released? we're
1: recording this in July, actually my birthday's yeah. Saturday, so I'm kinda happy. To
0: nice, happy Monday birthday. Week.
1: And the book is on pre-order now. Uh, we'll be able to fulfill the pre-orders in July and then we'll have the book fully in stock in September, 2019.
0: September, 2019, perfect. I love that. That's so good. So what is it like, why in addition to writing it for your your graduates and then their um, spheres of influence, the people they're helping, like why write the book? What What did you cover in the book that was new based on previous things you've written?
1: Exactly. So I went on a search of all the Gestalt books that are out there, all the books that are already on the market, people that had written them, many of them were people I trained with when Mm -hmm. I was quite young or were my trainers. And I was, um, I read the books and I liked the books okay, but 99% of them are written from a very intellectual aspect on it, Mm -hmm. almost like a professor writing a book for another professor, right? Right, So they are very hard to read, very Mm -hmm. hard to integrate or to understand or to metabolize in any way. And what I didn't find out there was a book that said, here, person who has no degree in advanced degree in psychology, Hmm. here's a book that will explain what this is. Hmm. So I think it's um, very accessible for anybody to read and really understand how it will benefit them personally. And I also wove the horses into it because that's, that's of course, what I love is doing the gestalt work with the equine.
0: Right. That's a good point of distinction. Like Gestalt, we've so much of what we've done in this show is talk about Gestalt alongside of horses, and yet uh, those are not actually historically connected. Like Gestalt and horses have been a separate thing.
1: Yeah, I connected them myself in in the late 1980s, as as I said in my first interview with you. Before that, nobody had. And so it's that part, that combo is very new, relatively new on the field. Whereas Gestalt really comes from the 50s, the 1950s. And it was a rather edgy, kind of uh, radical movement in the 60s and 70s. So a lot of people that know Gestalt back then associated it with drugs and the hippies and Esalen and Est and a lot of pretty wild movies. But of course it's grown up as we've all grown up, all the hippies have grown into professionals today. So it still has Gestalt, right <laughs> progressed. What did it
0: look like then? Like if we just look at the, without the horse part yet, I want to come back to that. But if we just look at the the work of Gestalt, then and now, like what what is the, because I get the the definition as you explain it, but how does the work of it happen?
1: Right. So normally when a person enters into some form of therapy, a lot of therapy is very intellectually based, Hmm. but Hmm. tell me what you were thinking, and I would reply back and ask you questions, and Mm. people get a very clear understanding of what their challenges are, or what their problems are, and how they might deal with them better. Because says, no, 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 we're not gonna diagnose, we're not looking for solutions, we're not looking to resolve something. Really, mental, emotional health is the better you understand yourself. So the more you understand who you are, how you operate, why you operate the way you operate, why you have reactions to things and responses to other things, the healthier you become. And the healthier you become, the more healthy people you'll attract and so on. Gotcha. So it's a very um, experiential uh, work. I tell my okay. students when I'm teaching them to talk about something that happened, you, you do gain some insight. Hmm. but to actually experience something is a whole different level of learning you never forget it yeah, so gestalt right. is a series of experiences that are created for hmm. people to actually either recreate something that was unfinished in their past or to recreate how they handle something today sure, and sure. learn a lot about themselves yeah. and the more you learn about yourself, you don't tend to repeat the same mistakes again. You know, there's growth.
0: Absolutely, I remember going through a workshop um, that was similar to an S workshop. It was called the Landmark Forum back in two thousand early two thousands. And um, writing, we were writing stories, and this, it was an experiential experience of like what was the story we told ourselves, and being able to see the yes. story as a story and not as my reality right. was super helpful to create separation.
1: A big shift. Yeah. A shift, right. Yeah, definitely. And and I love landmark. And landmark uses experiential learning and, and people yeah. who remember an exercise like that, they may not remember what somebody said to them about it right. or what the instructor facilitators point was they were making. Right. But you'll never forget actually doing it. Yeah. So Schalt has a, a lot of those kinds of experiences for people. Got it. Uh, so I could ask you if you had a if you were sideways with your dad. I you know, talk about your dad. Tell me about things you'd love to say to him. So that's traditional, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your thought would actually have someone sit as your dad and you would talk directly to that person.
0: Got it. Yeah, okay. An
1: example of that. Yeah and then sit in the chair as your dad. What would your dad reply to that? And so the experience of it mm-hmm. moves things along.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Sometimes parents are already off the planet, and so we can even do that work that is sort of retrofitted to bring it back um, Got it. somebody who's crossed over.
0: To- that's beautiful. That's a great description. So I totally get the difference between traditional um, ca- counseling, therapy, whatever, where we're, we're talking about it versus actually having or recreating the experience. Exactly. Got it. Totally get it. Okay. So now let's bring in the horses because that's gestalt. Yeah. So then we do that with the horses. Walk me through some of that also. So
1: the Horses are wired so that they, their brain, the way their brain works is most of a horse's brain is about its athleticism. So they're Hmm. amazing athletes. Michael Jordan can't compete with a horse. Yeah. Amazing athletes. But they're not, they don't quantify or qualify things with their brain. They can't do math. They're not going to engineer a new barn. You know, right. that's not where their brain goes. Hmm. So they have zero interest, I'll say, zero interest in plugging into what I think, but they have a lot of interest in what I feel. Hmm. So that's how they stay alive on the planet. They send the feeling vibrations out to each other, mm-hmm. and that's how they stay safe. So yeah. they're very interested in how we feel. So when we move from talking about, which is in the head, in the yep. mind, to experience, they're plugged in. They're right there. Yeah. They're with us in the experience. And they feel if somebody's deeply saddened over grief or they're angry about something or variety of things that are going on, they can understand that. They get the feelings and they want to. I always say they help that which is fractured become whole.
0: Hmm. That's
1: what they're interested in.
0: So, How do they do that? I, I, I got to go visit Kelly Grills' Horses. Um, A week or two ago, yeah, it was fabulous, and um, I I was wondering, like, before I got there, am I gonna, like, am I gonna feel something? Is something gonna be tingly? Am I gonna levitate? You know, I I don't. (laughs) What happens around these horses?
1: Right, right. So I think all the horses, just like us, they have different um, abilities and different ways of doing the healing. I literally have a big gypsy banner mare that she would make your whole body tingle. Mm. She aligns the part of her physical body with the part of yours standing next to you. Wow. And then she's elevating the actual vibration and energy field in your body. So wow. if your heart's heavy over something, maybe the loss of a dog or whatever it might be, yeah. she feels that and she'll line hers up and actually raise it. I've done it with tuning forks where she can mm. hit a note And she starts out with the note that your body is, and you can hear her change the note, raise the note to a sharp. So really, she's a physical healer and just phenomenal with it. I have another little gypsy who I call her my (laughs) equidetector. And uh, so she's like a lie detector machine, but she's not saying whether you're lying in the way you and I would say, are you telling me a lie? It's whether you're lying to yourself. So she's listening for congruence. Do you think the same as your heart and the same as your gut? Is this all in alignment? And is it your truth? So she's fun to watch, really fun. Because if you're saying your truth, she follows you. She's right on you. She's an inch from your back just following you. The minute you think something that isn't true, she stops and she flips her head and gets pretty indignant. She won't join you you're back (laughs) in the truth. The people that don't believe this and they want a demo, I say, well, just, you know, go in and think something that's true for you. And you go in and think, I love my children. And, you know, she's right there. Mm. And they say, so Chris, put a lie in your head. So you think, "Mm, I hate what I do for a living. I know you love it, you know? She she's Well, that's not true. What are you talking about? Mm. So that's her way. We have some that pantomime things. They pantomime answers to me, which is the most fascinating of all. Yeah. And uh, some of my horses have worked with me for, you know, many, many years. And so they know that I know that they know that I know.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
1: They'll fall off hand of mine for people.
0: I get this, um, I get this, this uh, mental image of this real partnership between the horse and the coach. Um, and I imagine not only as people come through your program to learn the gestalt of it all, but also learning the communication and how do you partner with your horse and understand that they're tells, not really tells. How do you, they how do you,
1: yeah, in a way. you know, there are certain behaviors that a horse develops hmm. and the next horse does it differently. So they yeah. are kind of tells in that way too. Yeah. That's hers. stop abruptly and flip her head and look at somebody, that's her <laughs> thing about, they just yeah. like, and, and I right. ask, what did you just think? Oh, well, I was just thinking this, you know? Yeah. It, it's pretty fun. I have some that wanna, they'll lick the, the palms of anyone who's in the healing industry but not of somebody who's not so if somebody's a doctor a dentist a therapist mm-hmm. a massage you know practitioner anything like that that just lick and lick and lick but even mm-hmm. not they've got a different way of relating to them they just stand wow. lightly and that's not what that's about so they all develop sort of their way of queuing yep. up you know what's there
0: right i think there's a lot of people interested in these types of um healing Uh, I think our, I think we're waking up. I think we're um, addressing, paying attention to the things that are incomplete inside of us. And so it's cool to see this type of work um, growing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think um, as we, uh, uh, the humans (laughs) uh, start to notice this kind of work, it feels good to know what's happening because I think sometimes it feels so unexplainable that I love that you're actually describing not only the, the gestalt part, but the horse part. And it's, we're just kind of moving into this next realm of what's happening here, which is so cool.
1: Right. And some of the equine um, assisted work that is not my methodology, but others' methodologies, the horse is actually like a partner in a game. So they set up maybe an obstacle course or something that they want the human and horse to do, and then they debrief it. So that's a little bit like an experiential learning that is um, activities-based, like a ropes course. Right, kind of.
0: totally, like, yeah, I get that.
1: And people get intellectual understanding there too. With my method, the difference is the gestalt. The difference mm. is horses are very purely gestalt themselves. Mm. They're only interested in the here and now. And that's yeah. one of the premises of, yeah. of gestalt itself. They're only interested in, in honesty and finding awareness with people. So they really work to develop that with them. Yeah. And so the partnerships that they build with us are are incredible.
0: Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love it. What do you feel like is the heart of, or, or it, your, your desire, your, your wish for people who read the next book? What do you want them to get out of what the heck is Gestalt?
1: I want them to understand that that for many people, I won't say for everyone, but for many, many, many people, this is an alternative, whether it's with the horses or it's with my practitioners without the horse it's an alternative to seeing a therapist once a week for a year or two Mm -hmm. people can come and do three or four sessions Mm -hmm. and accomplish more than they can talking about something for a very very long period of time and I think a lot of people don't know the embodied pureness of Gestalt they haven't experienced it themselves Mm -hmm. and if they ask a therapist about it and the therapist isn't up to date on it they think about it from the 70s and they think, oh, it's kind of edgy. You know, it's a little edgy stuff. And truly today, it has so much efficacy. It's quick, it's deep. It's a little bit like going for surgery versus the physical therapist. You know, you hope the physical therapist can help you with 99 sessions. Yeah. And every once while, the surgeon says, let me just get in there and cut that out and we're done. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like yeah. that. You get in there, get it out, and it's done. It's especially effective with trauma, mm-hmm. so anyone that has had any kind of trauma, whether it's it's from a car accident or a divorce that went bad, the loss of somebody that they were close to, any of those kinds of things. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly with veterans, etc. It's it's right. the most effective uh, modality that there is.
0: Yeah, I I had this aha as I would um, as I've been interviewing. Um, the people graduating from your program about part of um, how people will show up is that first time really deep seated incomplete things that have happened in life. And then I think once, like you said, once that's kind of like cleaned out and and made whole, then we go back and we live lives. And in those living of lives, there is this weight we just can pick up. So to your point about like having, you know, weekly sessions for a year makes complete sense to me. If what we're after is staying in alignment with, right what we value, what we, what we hold true.
1: Right. I mean, to me, there is no reason people can't live a very peaceful life, peaceful inside. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It has to do with, are we reacting to things in life? Or are we responding? Mm. We have a reaction to things in life when there's a seed of it that is unfinished from our background. So when there's something from our background that didn't set well with us, it went in the subconscious, it went in the cells of the body. It, it stays with you. You know, if you needed to scream at some point when you were a seven-year-old kid and you Mm -hmm. didn't get a chance to, you know, maybe you saw your mom mugged and her purse stolen and you wanted to scream as a seven-year-old, but you didn't get a chance to, everything happened. Mm -hmm. That scream is still in there. That's a very Mm -hmm. minor example, but that scream's Mm -hmm. still in there. If we're able to address that fear and that person may think, oh, that happened when I was six, it's over, I don't even think about it, Mm -hmm. but, Today, as a 45-year-old, they still watch everybody with a little paranoia and a little fear and somebody comes near their wife's purse, they're standing up all ready to defend, you know, that's a reaction. That's not a response. You know, the response might be, "Hun, put your purse down here where, you know, it's not up on the table. Okay. But reaction would be like, oh, I'm going to fight the first guy that walks toward it, you know? So that go back and we get that scream that's been held in the body. We release Mm. that scream. It's done. Yeah. Very peaceful example. We're talking about center against sexual assault, people that have been molested, incested. I mean, Mm. they've got large screams, right?
0: Yeah. Big time. Yeah.
1: I I just had a beautiful video done on my work that's going to be released on my website in the next, probably in the next week or so that is just outstanding. And in the beginning of the interview that he did with me, they started the film with a beautiful film of our farm and I say we enter life with a scream and it's a scream of joy mm. it goes along a little bit and I say, and then life happens. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where most of us are, you know, we so intend good. for a life of joy and stuff happens.
0: Yeah. Wow. I feel like, um, and I don't want to overstate this, but I feel like a tool like a stall and um, beings like horses um, provide a, a bridge from where we're stuck to really where we want to go or where we want to be.
1: Totally, totally. And, yeah. and that's what I believe, is they can see what's fractured in us and help yeah. us make it whole Yeah, and they do a beautiful job of it. And there's just so many behaviors that they use to do it. So it's really fun to see them. In Gestalt, we call it unfinished business. Mm. And you've probably heard that expression in life before. Sure. An unfinished business is that stuff that the body says, is not finished, and we believe the body tells the truth. Mm-hmm. People that have aches and pains, and they don't know why, and the doctor says, "I, you know, I don't know. Don't, you know, it hurts when I do this. Then don't live, don't do that." You know, <laughs> right, right. So uh, a lot of that can just be the body mm-hmm. holding on to things that happened earlier in our life, in college. Or I, I worked with a man a little bit ago who had been laid off from a corporate job. He worked 30 years large corporation, they laid off 10 people, but the way they did it was they had the security team meet the 10 people when they came to work Mm. and got all their stuff because they didn't want things stolen off the internet. And I understand that, but it's also harsh. It's very difficult for people. He walked out, I felt like a criminal after I gave my life to that company, you know, gave Mm. my best working years. So he had a lot about that. And five years later, he was still in pain, you Mm. know, around that. Gave him an opportunity to express what he needed to express in a safe environment and then went in with the horse who did a deep honoring of who he was Mm. and uh, he walked out a million pounds lighter, you know, not holding on to that resentment of how they handled that.
0: Well, I feel like this is important work in the world that um, the more people engage with it, the more we all get to have that wholeness and get on with living our lives rather than living in a reaction to something in our past. Um, and I think probably this book is a nice next step for that. Like if people are listening to this, they're curious or interested in, uh, this work with Gestalt and horses, uh, what in the heck is Gestalt is probably a great place to start.
1: It is. And I, I'm pretty, um, my editor sent the book back to me, asking me to throw a lot of my personal experiences in the book. So they're in there too. Some of them are in there too. And, and how it worked for me and some explanations of it, but it's such a beautiful process and so effective. And that's what we want is for people to to take a look at it, read the book, take a look at it, and say, I think that would work for me. Like I say, it won't work for everyone, nothing does, right? There's nothing that works for 100% of people, but the majority can really benefit from cleaning up all of that that's in the background. For sure. Uh, Do you
0: have the cover?
1: I do. I do. And this is the mock-up because I don't have the physical book yet. Yeah. But uh, this horse actually sits in Wyoming. And uh, so he's a paint. That's the breed of the horse. He's a, a paint, which is what I, one of the horses I raised over the years. But this horse has an unusual marking. So we talk about background, foreground, or unfinished and stuff. You might see two human faces looking at each other in the red. Set of white and once that's pointed out they don't go away but until that's pointed out a lot of people can't see it and that's what our life is like you know we we don't know why we have the reaction that we have to something we just know it irritates us and that's (laughs) because we don't see it once we see it we deal with it and then it's gone so beautiful
0: is that that, that's actually the horse's markings yes that's actually (laughs) i didn't know that you did show that to me before we hit record and i was like wow that's really cool that's really smart
1: that horse in Wyoming, that's actually, he was on the snowy day.
0: Wow. That's
1: actually his markings. <laughs>
0: no way. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. But I just thought somebody like oh, illustrated it. No,
1: no, that's actually him. That's sweet. amazing. He's a in, in Wyoming. Wow. So, yeah. So uh, the book is not uh, intellectual. It's written so that anyone can read it and really apply it to themselves mm-hmm. and hold interest in it and know what they're going for. And I think a lot of the people who select my practitioners to go get an appointment with and to work with, or they come in to see me, you know, it gives them some background. Like, what what is this, and how does this work so well? So we're yeah. really thrilled with it.
0: It comes out again in September, two
1: thousand nineteen.
0: Yep. But you can pre-order now. Yes,
1: I order it now. I'm having one box flown to me from the. It's an international print. And uh, so I'm having one box flown to me to fill my pre-orders right now. So if people pre-order it, we could probably get it to them in about two weeks. Oh, beautiful! Posting in early July, okay. and then we'll have a large shipment coming in uh, in September.
0: So good, and they can get that at touchedbyahorse.com.
1: Touchedbyahorse.com in our shop. We have a brand new website since I last was on with you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots Still of new. Stuff. I
0: know lots of stuff. New website, yeah. new video coming here in a week or so
1: videos will be on there in about a week. So they're, they're done. I've seen them. I'm over the moon over both of them and uh, really explains a lot with that too.
0: So great. Any last <laughs> minute advice or, or perspective that you would want to share and leave people with as they think about Gestalt and their life?
1: The, the kind of founder or father of Gestalt was a man named Fritz Perls, And he used to say, lose your mind and come to your senses. Hmm. And that's what he meant. And that's what horses do. We'll lose hmm. the mind and come to the full uh, Mm. sensing of yourself of your body of life and that's really where peace um, resides so that's what we're all about is helping people come to that point of peace in their life
0: so good beautiful
1: thank you and thank you for all you chris and your great interviews for our team
0: you're so welcome thank you for bringing this important work to the world i really do feel like there's an awakening happening and i feel like this kind of work is perfect to usher that in and so uh, it's been an honor and thank you for all that you're doing yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye.